I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Keep 100% of your claim, Chief of Claims. If you've been hurt in a road accident that wasn't your fault, you should really talk to G4 Claims first. Unlike road accident solicitors, we don't charge you for our services, which could see you better off. To keep 100% of your compensation, have a chat with Nicole and the team. You'll be glad you did. Search online for G4 Claims. Keep 100% of your claim, Chief of Claims. Father said to me, put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. And now I am much older, there's a place I want to be. It's red said it's beautiful, it's steeped in history. And I know what I'll find when the place comes alive. I Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Bears Corner Sparta versus Rangers reaction. Off the back of the 0-0 draw in Prague, um, early kickoff, of course. Rushing home for work to be entertained <laughs> for shit. <laughs> but then again, I just took a point before it. Um, I forgot to do this last week, so I'm going to do it now. Huge thanks to our sponsors, G4 Claims and Company Swiss. Thank you for your support that you show the podcast. 
go and check them out on their social media and on their websites. Right, so joining me this evening, Paul Seas. How are we, my friend? I'm all right. I suppose after the uh, after the uh, after that uh, horror show for 75 minutes, pretty decent. Mr. Subs made we could talk about, it. but yeah, about it. Right. Just I have to say, I'm, 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 it's still rattling around in the back of my mind. It's just it's one of the funniest tweets I've seen, and it goes to Danny, who is uh, only an excuse on on Twitter or X as it's now known. He basically said about an hour into the match. I'd rather be that lassie in Amsterdam than watch any more of this match. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> and if you don't know what Paul sees is referring to, give me a good WhatsApp chat, or maybe don't because it's disturbing. Um, yeah. Below there is, of course, <laughs> the main man from over the water. How are we, my friend? Gio? Mate. <sighs> that was it. That's it. Do you know what I mean? I'm all right. I'm all right. Do you know what? Like you said, if we if we went into that wanting the nil nil and, and and of the form of being of late, you would have went. You would have went. Aye, no problem. But after seeing it, mate, we're just it just it reaffirms the, the the belief that we all have in that there's so much more to do for Clement Disner. It's just it's like a you know on another night, you know a, a better striker or, or two other players in Lammers and Dessers might have might have made it a wee bit more interesting for us. But yeah, mate, a bit of realization kicking in. Yes, and uh, listen, we we know he's got a big job in hand, and I think he'll have learnt so much about his players tonight, so much more about his players tonight mm. than he did on Saturday. You know, it was easy to play on Saturday when you go one, two, three up, four up in the end. You know, tonight it was backs to the wall for a good bit for the first hour, 70, 75 minutes or so, and then it was, um, you know, Rain Rangers could consider themselves unlucky not to nick it, and not to nick the winner. You know, two glorious chances to put the ball in the net and probably should have. You probably should walk out there with two goals. Mm. You know, it's one of the things, um, I'm not, we're not being, we're not being negative about negative. it. Calling it as we see it, it was put we yeah. were in possession for sixty minutes. That's okay to say that. It's not being negative. It's it's been fucking clear. I said it's fact. It was clear, clear as day. See if we see if we see if, see if you say to me before it. No, no, a one each or two each or whatever. I'd have took a point because I'd have been your hand off. Europe, you can you get back to Ibrox in the game against them, and then you've got Aris at Ibrox, and you're two games for qualifying if you win they two. <laughs> So I'm no, <laughs> I'm no negative about it. I'm delighted with the point. But you've got to oh, yeah. call it as you see it. We can't say we were fucking excellent, by the way, weren't we? Battered them, totally smashed them. No, we were shy. First, first they're saying we were absolutely pumped nil nil, and, that, and that's yeah. you know I wouldn't say absolutely, but you know again just to reaffirm it, it just it just it tells you exactly what needs done, and we desperately need a, a good striker, don't we? I mean, the game yeah. seemed to change a wee bit, and I'm sure we'll obviously talk about it, but when Danilo come on and there was more movement and stuff like that there, it just seemed to open up a wee bit, didn't it? And even yeah. if Scott Wright, and let's be honest, you know, we, we all, you know, Scott Wright was almost out the door at the beginning of the season, but even Scott Wright's an improvement on the likes of Lammers. So I, I, I for one, mate, I, I, I really, I, I would never put a Rangers player down. I want them to do well, they, them two particularly. And I know they'll become that sort of the weapon boys after tonight's performance, but... They, you want them, you're willing them to do well, aren't you? But it just doesn't, yeah. I just don't think the qualities are, is it? What I would say, though, is your manager changed the game Aye. in a positive way. 
their manager, I think, impacted on them negatively, you know, taking off the left winger um, who was causing his bother. You know, Tav was a wee bit stuck at times and, and wanted to get forward as a wing-back, but also there was a wee gap there where Suter wasn't quite coming across at times. And by the way, Suter, I thought, was excellent. I thought Davies was excellent. I thought Goldson was solid for the most part. And then he has a fucking brain fart at the end. and nearly oh. um, Crazy. Absolute crazy. But uh, just as Rhiannon's saying there about the subs, I... But... Uh, you know, Cody's saying if Michael Beale's in charge, what's the score? Four, five, six. Now, of course, that's doing his fucking experience. The fact that the guy doesn't have experience as a manager and um, would suggest that that's his subs, I think, would have negatively impacted us as well. <clears throat> and you can see the difference when Dessers goes off and we have a bit of movement up top. Um, it is night and day when you get you get an out ball, you get somebody to hold the ball up and, and let Seema play half a let. You know, I'd like to see Cantwell being able to play half somebody because he get the short straw there. As much as I think he was poor, he got the short straw there, um, playing kind of behind that fucking nugget. Uh, Scott, see what you're saying about uh, about. I don't think that was By the way, I, I, I don't agree with that. I don't, I don't. What did he do that was that was so dreadful, right? Compared to MD else, I, I don't get that. I genuinely, I, I mean that, but honestly, that's been negative. The guy's not done anything, and he's times this year where he should be criticised, and we have criticised him. The other night, I've not got a clue what that guy's done that stands out as being dreadful. I really don't. But it's typical, mate, isn't it, of Tav being a weapon boy? Look, I I don't think Tav had a fantastic game, but he didn't have a bad no. game. So I don't no. think we should be singling him out for, for criticism. But, I mean, for me, for me, the, the likes of Big Seema was totally wasted tonight playing as a left wing back. I, I said this in our own group chat. He's been our, probably our most potent attacking threat over the last six, seven games. He's gone on a run of, what, seven goals in consecutive games or something, and we stick him at a left wing back. Now, I understand why. You know, but yeah. again, and we were very short on players tonight, but again, when you're looking for a goal, you don't leave your most potent threat at playing as a, as a, as a defensive left wing back or even an attacking left wing back. Do you know what I mean? But see, going back very quickly mate, to the Cantwell thing, under Todd Cantwell didn't have his best game tonight, but what Todd Cantwell does and why we love him so much, he still works hard. He still worked his plums off. Him and Seema both didn't have great games in terms of in terms of any output of quality, but they still worked their asses off. They still worked hard, and that's all we can ask for. Yeah, and I, I don't like. I say I, I don't know. Maybe maybe they watch different games at times, but you know, Seema for me, the the work rate again that the yeah. guy showed is just second to none. You can't mm-hmm. instill that into a player. By the way, you've either got it or you don't. And I think you can see two further ahead him and Lammers and Dessers who don't, and they're playing their correct position. That boy goes into a position he's nowhere near comfortable with, and absolutely works his arse off for the team. Give me ten of that guy every day yeah. of the week. Do you know what he I mean? was a good out. He was a good out. He was a good out ball with Seema. Yeah. You know, he, took, he, took, he took the pressure away from the defence and and he drove forward. And that's something we didn't have. Cantwell didn't have his best game, but I remember he's coming back from injury. Yeah. Um. It's. It, 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 I thought he had some love, love little flashes of play, but as you say, worked his absolute socks off. And and I think I, I think we got a problem with with uh, Dessers uh, and uh, Lammers. The pair of them. Um. Certainly, Dessa seems to seems to try. I said this before we came on there, Scott. He seems to try really, really hard. I think he's trying far too hard. But maybe the problem is, and this is just my opinion, is he's just not a particularly good footballer. So I mean, and, and also he's lacking confidence. So throw throw all that in, throw <laughs> throw throw all that in the mix, and it's and it's pretty dire. Um, as you say, Danilo came on and he was instantly he made a difference. He was holding the ball up. It was it was an out ball. He was holding the ball up and playing others off from it. But when he when he did have the ball at his feet 
and you could turn and run. He could turn and you could run and he's got pace. And he, and he's you're right, that's you it. I mean? he, he he was an outball, wasn't he? he, he when Danilo comes on, he, he becomes the focal point, and he's he's going, he's moving, making the moves, and running the channels, and taking the hold up, and knocking one twos in. Let's be totally honest. Big Dessers doesn't have a lot going for him, but one thing he should have, he's a big unit, he's a big lad. He should be able to take that ball down and control it, and and that's the fundamentals of all he should be able to do: control the ball, get us further up the park, and win some win some ball. But even that, mate, he's really really struggling, and I don't even think that's a confidence thing, Paul. Because yeah. I mean. Realistically, mate, he should still be able to work hard, and I just don't see it, man. I'm, I'm with I you. I, I really, 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 really want it to work for both of them, him and Big Lammers, because they both seem like really good guys and top guys. But at the end of the day, you know, we're we're devoid of a lot of quality. And when you get a focal point up, that all of a sudden your team becomes different. Your midfield have got something to hit the ball to. But I know, mate, those midfielders of ours, they're looking to say, "See if I stick the ball down the line, he's not getting that, so I need to look for an alternative." Do you know what I mean? And that's the reason we're not getting ourselves further up the park when he plays. Chris Boyd, Kenny Miller, I think the two of them have said it. That's got to be his biggest thing, is getting something out of him, getting something out of Dessers and getting something out of uh, Sam Lammers. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong, Lammers shows his quality with one ball in the first half. That if you could get more of that from him, you would maybe accept the lack of running and stuff like that. Yeah. But you can't fucking, you know, you, you can't be anonymous and pop up with a we are we are ball in the back and a, a a chance that you should score. You let's face it, you should score. Player has got you, you should score. Um yeah. what I'd like to say about Dessers is you could put anybody in that chat there or any of us three sitting there in that jersey and tell us go just go and do what he's done and we could do it. Yeah. Right? Because there's nothing special about what he does. He runs to people, he barges into them, they fought he's not even fly with Morelos used to give away fouls, I but Morelos used to get away with a lot because he was clever. He was a very clever player. He had the hand in the back. But Dessers is too honest at times. It's like he's trying to prove that I'm not committing a foul. But at the same time, he's clumsy as fuck and just knocks the boy over. And it gives an easy, especially in Europe, it's an easy foul to give away. And a yeah. centre-half, David Weir was a master of it. The minute he feels that much, done. That's what a centre-half's got to do. He, he is not the answer for me. I would try and end that fucking experiment as soon as we could. He's gone for me. He's done. He'll never make it as a Rangers player. And I hope to God people are playing this back in a year and going, you're a fucking arsehole. But there is no way, <laughs> there is no way that's a Rangers player in its life, by the way. Never. Sam Lammers, like I say, there is quality there. You can see it in wee flashes. But Disney day enough for me in a Rangers jersey. Disney work hard enough. Disney, like Seema the other side, does he have as much talent in terms of like natural ability, but don't he play a pass and, yeah. and land it right on? So I don't think he does compared to Lammers. I don't. But what he's got is fucking abundance of energy and drive and commitment and will to go at people and run for the team. That to me is what makes you, you know, you know, base standard as a football player. And then we can build yeah. on that. We can add the rest to it. We can we can work in things in training. You can't instill a work ethic, I'm afraid. And that guy. Gone. Two of them. It's a footballing brain as well, isn't it, Scott? He just doesn't have a... I just don't think he's got a footballer's brain. You know, and I'm going to say that, I mean, that natural instinct to move into certain areas on the pitch, that natural ability to float into into positions and and parts of the areas of the pitch where you become effective, it just doesn't seem like that happens, mate. You know, here's the worrying thing for me. Unless we try and get a tune out of them, it's going to be very, very difficult to shift them on and not take a huge, huge, huge loss on them. Because again, yeah. if the figures are anything to believe by even conservatively four million for, for uh Dessers and probably two and a half to three million for Lammers, 
it's going to be very tough to get anywhere close to that you know fee for them you'd be lucky to get a million each for the two you, 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 couldn't, you couldn't pay somebody a million put it off no, your hands right no. now and that's the thing paul if we even have to shift them we're going to have to probably pay the wages as well it's it's nuts mate it's not see that see the opposition we bought them for see the team we bought them for Fuck me, man. They must have been sitting there going, oh, you lads. Right. <laughs> that Del Boy out there with his fucking checkbook. Go, go smoking big fucking cigars out there. <laughs> going, yeah, fucking hell, man. It's Del and Rodney out there. Quick. Dish <laughs> them up. Um, oh, oh fucking shocking, man. Shocking, they too. But on the other side of it, the positives, clean sheet. Yeah. Your destiny in, in the Europa League is in our own hands. We have two games at home now. Two winnable games at home to yeah. secure yeah. our place in the knockouts. Phil Clement, big Phil Clement might look at it and go fucking it in knockouts. <laughs> 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 teams drop in and all that, but that can't be the way we think. But uh, you know, you look at the chances as well. I've covered the one with Lammers eye, but but Danilo's chance. Yeah, great strike, wasn't it? Great save. Doesn't really get over it. Oh, in the bar, man, fucking so unlucky. Just wish we could have we could have stuck something in the back of the net and get and get away with it. What I would say is before, and I think it was Curry that says it, but Bill, we've conceded goals in the games when the pressure's been on us. Like credit should go to the players for standing tall, withstanding the pressure. Yes, they were wasteful as well, but withstanding the pressure and actually coming away with a clean sheet and actually coming away with a point. The very least we could day the day was no be beaten over there. We have to yeah. take the positives for that, Paul. Absolutely. Surely, God. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, as as I said earlier, and you, as you alluded to, we, we started as well. If you would have offered a nil now, one, one, two, two, ten, ten, you'd have taken it. You'd have taken the point. Let's be completely honest. The way we've been playing, our former season, the squad being depleted with injuries, the fact that um, you know we we lose Barisic, a natural left back, Sterling, who is a who's a right or left back, and, and Yilmaz wasn't even included in the Bugle squad, which was just fucking absolute madness. You never you never you never start with only one natural centre player like that, especially especially in a very specific role at left or right back. It, absolutely insane for Michael Beale. But anyway, that aside, and of course a couple of injuries have got on top of it, lack of form, lack of confidence, and I said the players at his disposal. I think. To get a, to go there and get a point, it's a very difficult place to go. Remember the last time we were there, I think the beaters. Beaters one now. We done a live stream during it. Remember yeah, the live that's right, that's the right. Yeah, that's right. And so, so we, so we actually lost that time. So it's a step forward this way. And as you said, uh, Clement's going to learn so much about his players from this evening. And let's hope. Let's hope he now realises that Dessers really isn't the answer. Let's start Danilo. Let's give him a start and see how he goes. Yeah, he's, he probably didn't start this evening because he's, he's playing with a face mask and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I had a, I'd a bit in your hand off for a point beforehand, purely on the problems we've got within the squad, playing staff, um, and you know, and, and the fact we've just not been playing very well. Mm. But see, see, when you look at what they spent on Kyogo and what we spent in Desert, <laughs> there's value for money out there for the money that we can Please, spend. Mate, mate, don't fucking go down that road. That's just... It's fucking nonsense. It's criminal that we spent that money. Oh, fuck. I know I'm getting... I, I, I think a big thing of it as well, lads, is that our, our maybe our backline, maybe our midfielders are still trying to play in the Desert the way we would have played with Alfie. You know, when Alfie had his back to go and he stuck his big arse in the way and he rolled players, he rolled some of the best defenders in Europe around and he ragdolled them. Maybe our maybe our midfield. I'm just trying to think of anything that maybe. Uh, no, don't credit. forget. No, because don't forget Alfie hardly played last season, especially a lot of part of the season. He barely but played. Man, you, and Raskin and Cantwell, Cantwell only uh, came in in January. So our main midfield 
as in driving forward and doing that sort of stuff. Never really played with Alfie. So, yeah. I, I, do you know what I mean? Nah, so I Paul, I'm, nah. trying, I'm clutching, mate. I'm literally just he's clutching your body. That's all I'm doing. He's just shy. He's just shy. Drive him to the airport. <laughs> oh, man. Just, but like I said, <laughs> we're, we're going to have to take a, a big, big loss on him, aren't we? You know, yeah, as yeah. Ian, by all accounts, you know, we've we'll threw some pretty big wages at the two of them as well. So the two guys might decide to just sit in there and take a wage while they're waiting for the right move to come along, which is... Which is going to hurt us, obviously, because obviously Clement will want to buy his own players, and and he'll recognise right away. Scotty and Paul, he's he's looked at it, he's done his due diligence, he's watched videos, he'll recognise that those two guys aren't the answer. I said this tonight: if they're the answer, what's the question? You know what I mean? If, what, what you know? What the fucking what play with nine the men? The play with what? two empty jerseys? Is that the question? We were we were at times playing nine versus nine versus twelve because uh, that referee uh, was that all referee. Really up at all. You know, he couldn't get his card out. <laughs> Here's two different views. Alfie seems to be getting better the longer he's away. Let's be honest. Alfie was stinking for the last two seasons. We were glad to see the back of him. 100% he was stinking. Yeah. I would take that stinking over Desser stinking, though. Six cans and Alfie back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would take him back. Two extremes, right? isn't it? Two extremes, one extreme to the other. I don't know if I'd take him back, but had he stayed, I would have preferred him to stay in the out of shape that he was. Than the person we have up front, and I'm being right. serious with that. Hmm. Yeah. What? We won't, we won't tell you what Scott says in the group chat about it. I mean, he's absolutely, it's, it's tears, absolute tears. <laughs> I'll never go over it. I will never get over it. There was a link <laughs> to that wee man that just will never be forgotten, and that's it. Um, looking ahead now, we don't really want to be going to Spain needing. To get something for the game to go through, right? <laughs> we don't want that, right? And I don't want, I don't. Well, by the way, and I agree with Corey here. I'd rather have Tony, hundred percent. Why we sold Antonio Cholak? Didn't fit the system. Remember? What the fuck does he fit? <laughs> if Tony didn't fit the system, <laughs> fuck me, man. Michael Bill, you've got a lot to answer to, son. Tell you that right I, now. I, I just, I just realised Barney Stinson's in the chat. I've not spoken to Barney for ages. How you doing? Barney, how you doing, Barney? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine player, and he's also ah, a yes. looking human. He's a what's that? He's a good looking human. Oh wait, okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> nice, to, nice to see you pick, taking a picture of him down and place somebody else for the, the podcast. <laughs> and, and, we, and, and we and we know and we know that in the large cutout, the cardboard cutout of you on the other side of that is actually Jack Butland. <laughs> is that uh, is that gin you're drinking? Mm-hmm. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking! How many you had? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the first one. Why? All oh, right, so no, I just thought we're just watching some of that there. That you know, watching debtors run about like even when you're nine or ten minutes. I've just got my coaster. I've just got my week coaster. I'm going sober October, so I still haven't had a drink yet. I could have drunk, I, I, I could have fucking drove me to drink tonight, couldn't it? No, I mean, I, I, I knew I was going to put the podcast even, so I thought if I start drinking even at half time, I'd be absolutely, I'd be, I'd be worse than I was that champion, <laughs> champions won. Uh, what, I've got Iron Brew, and that is a plastic cup, and the reason being is my missus checks. Well, Odessa starts, and if he starts, she puts it in a plastic cup so that I don't smash any more fucking tunnels. <laughs> Just be holding them too tight. <laughs> Do you know something? I know you're not joking. I know she probably does that for real. <laughs> right, get into the middle of the middle of the park. John Lundstrom. I thought John Lundstrom was unlucky not to get man of the match on Saturday, by the way, right? 
I thought he was excellent on Saturday, I really did. Tonight, again, I cut a wee daft passes, particularly at the end, but I felt as though, again, he, he was energetic, he, he tried his best again, he, he was wanting to keep the play moving, he, he offered protection where he needed to. Um, I thought he was uh, decent again tonight, and, and building on the wee kind of platform that he's, that he's kind of created there. <laughs> And beside him, Nico Raskin, don't think he did his best game. Um, quite wasteful in possession at times. I did say uh, in the chat, his chance where he runs through and he hits a, hits a strike at goal. I don't understand what, what how a professional player. How can you not hit a target? How can you not hit a target? Especially if he rattled that one on Saturday as well from probably 20 yards further right. Honestly, I don't, I don't get it. Even make the goalie make a save. Uh, I, that's fine, absolutely fine. I just don't get that. Um, and then Todd Cantwell obviously started in there what was your thoughts on that midfield it's a different system you know the way it's set up with the three at the back and the two wing backs so, how, how did we think that the three worked to start with and then his changes um, to kind of switch it up a wee bit do you, do you, would you have called it a three though no I think they probably got hard done by a wee bit tonight because there was only really Raskin and, and, and John Lundstrom in there and then obviously you had you had Cantwell and you had Lammers who respectively don't do a lot of backtracking. Well, they do, but they, they you know, it's ineffective in terms of being defensive. I, I think the two guys in the middle of the park probably got overrun a wee bit, but as the game wore on me, and I think like Paul touched on earlier, that they had a bit of a focal point in Danilo. I think that's when you started seeing them being able to stretch their midfield and put in balls in behind and get good passes away because they yeah. had something to hit as opposed to just hitting it aimlessly down the line. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and somebody shoulder barging. So I thought as in the last 20 minutes, they, they looked a lot more effective. And, and yeah, Raskin was pretty wasteful at times. But again, in the in the defensive side and the hardworking side, he can't be faulted because he did put it in, in, a, in a decent shift as well tonight, mate. So yeah. look, again, it, going forward, I think we definitely need a wee bit more quality in there and a wee bit more energy, a wee bit more legs. Although the two of them do display energy, I, I want... I want somebody who's going to be all action. Do you know what I mean? A bit, a bit like Fuentes was supposed to be, but look, we're, we're carrying a hell of a lot of players injured at the minute, you know, so they can't really be faulted for for the work they put in. Well, Paul, the manager did say in his in his uh, pre-match interview on Rangers TV that it was a three-five-two. Obviously, can't well a wee bit more advanced um, than than Raskin and, and Lundstrom, but I do think that it can't well get hard done by in terms of that was probably the worst part of the match, you know, the first 45 minutes in particular. Yeah. It did become a kind of deep three in midfield because it had to be, because they were just overloading us each time uh, when they were coming forward. I think being able to get a wee bit of a, you know, the second half, the changes come with Danilo and Wright comes on and I think we were able to get a, a wee foothold up the park and keep, yeah. you know, make five, six, seven passes. I think Cantwell would have thrived in there when it, when mm-hmm. it became, and they'd been more advanced. But it's just getting that balance right that the manager's going to need to try and work. You know how we start games and and how how we go about it. Poor, very very poor for the first forty five minutes, but then grew into it. Yeah, I think uh, part of the reason why we were so poor is the fact we couldn't hold the ball. We yes. couldn't string. We couldn't string two passes together. There was a real the uh, ball came at them and they were just they just seemed to give it away. One two touches, you maybe get one or two passes, and then the ball was straight back. To, to, to Sparta and they're coming at you again and the problem was we were sitting deeper and deeper and deeper because yeah. they, were, they were pressing us higher and higher and we, we struggled to get over half in many respects purely because of our inability to control the ball and control the midfield and control the, the tempo of play and, and yeah. if 
if you've constantly got your back to the opposition goal, trying to get the ball to try and get your team out of the park, you want an absolute hiding. And that's pretty much how the first half played out. Well, Gio, Clement said again in that interview that he didn't want to play it as an away game. He wanted to play it as a home game, be dominant on the ball, get forward, create chances. That's why he'll have been, you know, he'll have been pissed off at halftime. Aye. He'd have given him a bit of a, a rollicking at halftime. I think he's seen the, the camera pan to him once or twice. And he was, I think at one stage he was actually given off to the bench and, and, and his coaches and saying, like, this is not what I, you know, something to that extent, this is not what I planned. Um, yeah. But I mean, like Paul's saying, it, it, it's clear as the nose on your face. You know, when you don't have somebody hit the ball to, even if it's down the wings, Scott, even if he's hitting the ball yeah. down the wings and, and Dessers is making those runs and forcing them to play it out, it gets us up the pitch, mate. But literally, you know, his, his first touch is a tackle for the big man. And, and again, I, I keep saying the same thing. And I, don't, I hate sounding like this because it sounds like I'm being really negative towards him. But, you know, it, it, if you can do one thing, mate, just work hard. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I don't even think he's got that in him at the minute. That's so frustrating because I really, really want him to work. But again, that's what I said. When, when you when you take that away, he, yeah, he wants to play on the front foot. But when you haven't got that focal point, and and yeah, on Saturday, you know, Hebs came out and attacked us, and they created lots of space, and we manipulated that space and and broke into the spaces really well. But they obviously, you know, they're a good team tonight. And I'm not mm. of the opinion that we should be going away and pumping them. But I definitely do think that if we had you know, a decent striker and somebody could be a bit more mobile and he could hold the ball up. I think it would have been a bit more even and probably a different story come, you know, the end of the night. Yeah. Well, I think when you do look at the stats on on UEFA's website, you know, we are 50-50 in possession. Yeah. They've got 15 attempts, we've got 12. They had 44 attacks. What? They're well, We had 24. Seven corners, two or three. Passing accuracy, saying they're 75, we were 77. Um, balls recovered, they were 26, we were 35. I think that tells you how wasteful we were at times in possession. Um, yeah. saves four each. I don't think their goalie had four fucking saves to make, but I suppose when you count oh, them up towards yeah. the end, I think a lot of your stats there, if you're ever going by the stats, improve with our last 15 20 minutes. It is, so, it's uh, all the game. <laughs> Aye, yeah. At one stage, was it not Was it not 15 shots to one at one stage? Yeah. <laughs> Where the you, fuck did the 11 shots come from, my God? You've got to say that if we played the way we played the last 15, 20, we actually go and probably win the game, by the way, because inevitably something breaks for you that way. Um, and we're unlucky. Scott Wright had the chance, wasteful, smashes it, yeah. you know, leans back, smashes it wide. Oh, wow. horrific. Shocking. Raskin's uh, effort, poor. Danilo unlucky. Um, and then Lammers for me. Good save with the goalie, maybe. Good height. But I think, again, he's got yeah. that and he's walker. Just bury it. Just I, think, it I, think he, I think, I think. to be honest with you, once again, lacking confidence, he was more concerned with getting it on target. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Which, he was which, more which, concerned which, to hit the which, clean, wasn't he, Paul? Yeah, and that's what I said. But to be <laughs> fair, I can, I can understand that. You're lacking confidence. Think to yourself, just at least get it on target. Make the keeper save it. Who knows? It might go through his hands. It might come out and the guy in front of him might get it in the rebound. So I think he done he done the right thing, but it was a, it was a it was a decent hit and it was a, it was a good save. Um, but yeah, he really sh- he should have buried it. But you're right, Raskin very poor shot. Um, and Scotty Wright uh, dreadful effort. I mean, I could I could I could have done that better standing in one leg. <laughs> Here, by the way, special mentioned the big Lundstrom. Did you see the the shot that they had from the corner and the and Butland saved Aww. it and, and Lundstrom got his leg in front, didn't he? Aww, I mean, bro. he got up and celebrated it like he had just scored a goal. Fuck. It was brilliant. Love that. I near Love doing that. fucking rolling about for a penalty in the checking VAR. Fuck off. 
what I mean? Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah, the way that referee was performing this evening, I wouldn't have surprised me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he, booked, he, booked John, he booked John Suter for for for, for win, the ball. For, 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 he, win, for winning a tackle, uh, yeah. And then and yeah. As, as, he was, as he's sliding through, he actually brought his leg up to, to, to out the defender's way. Uh, the defender stood, stood his ground, you know, jumped up. And caught it sort of the very last second. Even worse than that, and I'm going to, I know you're going to get to set, was when the ball broke out. Lundstrom came, yeah. played a clean challenge. He's on the ground. Yeah. The defender runs in and trips and falls over. Pre kick to them. And I was like, what the fuck oh, is that about? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'd I, 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 I wait to the kitchen, pour myself another drink, and come back. And then the <laughs> defender finally hit him. You know, what I mean? it was that I fucking slow. I was giving it a finger wag and a shout at the referee. Oh, advice. <laughs> oh, it was it was awful, man. Right, quickly looking ahead to the group, then home is part our next. I obviously Ibrooks, and then Aris Limassol company Ibrooks, and then we we head to to Real Betis. Yes, a win in the next game guarantees that you at least draw the drop into the Conference League for me. Got to go through the Europa League. Two winnables, aren't it? Definitely, Aye. definitely. Mate. Look, based on what we've seen tonight, uh, you know, if we if if we get a couple of players getting their game together, if we can get Danilo fit, Todd Cantwell a bit fitter, you know, and, and you get hopefully you can get a few other guys fitter, then you know we're not reliant on the likes of Lammers and Dessers. Absolutely, that that Limassol performance, I don't think we'll ever see as worse a Rangers performance in all our days, and they should be realistically going out there looking for revenge. If because you should take some professional pride in the fact that you got completely outplayed and outworked by a second-rate team, so I would hope they go out and maybe stick three or four or five past them. I want two wins. I don't want a draw. I want nothing less. Two wins capable of beating the two teams at Ibrox. They're nothing special. Sparta are a good side. Right, but if we get our shit together, we're also a good side. Yeah, I don't yeah. Think shouldn't be anywhere near us, right? Shouldn't no, be anywhere near us. With the crowd behind us, we can, we, we should be able to do that. Yes, hundred percent. Also, the confidence booster. You've got now got a double header against Hearts, and you you've got yeah. one at home in the league, yeah. and then you go to Hamden and face them in the in the cup semi final before you, you face Sparta Ibrooks. You've got two games there. Hopefully, we can build a bit. Hearts are not playing great now, so you get two games there. Hopefully, you can qualify for a final, and also get another three points on the board. At Ibrooks and go into that game in Europe, go looking to say, right, we win this, we're in Europe after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the Harris Limassol game, and what an opportunity to say to the players, win that and you're through. You know, it's mm-hmm. huge. And also the yeah, chance yeah. you get to, as you say, avenge the fucking shite that we've seen in Cyprus. Because that was horrific. I've never seen any sports like that in my life. Um right. You say that, but we're going to have Bonabarisic return. You're still confident 100%. In fact, I'll go as far as to say he will score in one of those games. There you go. He comes and goes. When can they When can they readjust the European squad? Is it only after these group games? Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. And then we get Red Van in and we can let Bonner go. <laughs> now we need to well, be- Come. <laughs> Let's be honest. Lundstrom and Lundstrom and Borna haven't signed contracts yet. They're, they're probably off skate. So there's another couple of million quid we're, we're potentially losing. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But again, you know, we need to we need to be start looking forward now. Maybe we need to get some decent attacking talent in and and, and look for a real focal point to lead us through from if hopefully the next the rest of the next this season. But obviously going in the next season, I think. Look, we've said it already that the managers. You know, he's got a bit of street smarts. He, he'll know from his own scout network and, and, and his own, you know, knowledge of European football. He'll know who he wants to get to lead that line. And I certainly don't think it's going to be big Dessers. I don't think any of Clermont's magic dust is going to make Dessers any better. Put it that way. No. 
and you go to Hearts in January and you say, how much would it take to sign your 20 plus goal a season that you would probably get, you know, just a cheapo version, a cheapo Chris Boyd, right? <laughs> He's got to score goals in Scotland. Why not just you, sign him? Uh, you, 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 you're looking five, for five million from him. How about we give you four million, nine hundred ninety-nine thousand, nine hundred ninety-nine pounds and 99 pence and you can have Dessers as well. <laughs> I and he would <laughs> remarkably just hit form. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably against us. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's disingenuous to put Dessers to say that. I think I think the guy is just uh, he just tries too hard. Um, but he's just not a particularly good footballer, unfortunately. Says the guy sitting I, drinking gin. I know, but wouldn't it be brilliant at the end of the season if we all turn around and he scored 20 goals and Lammers has yep. got 15 assists or something? It'd be brilliant, mate. We'd all, we'd all love it. We'd all love it. I'd be the first one to eat takes, by. Takes, but... a t- t- takes his top off and blows a T-shirt saying, fucking ruin you, you bunch of battlefield called bastards. <laughs> I would I would love that. I would love him to prove his wrong like that. So would I. So would I. In fact, I'm almost going over the score to antagonise him because usually when I say something, the opposite happens. So <laughs> he's never... That's what I tried to Shit. Right, go big man, prove me right. Uh, did, did you did, did you not just say in the group chat that you would actually bear your ass in next <laughs> Nigel Street Glasgow if Lefter scores more than ten goals this season? I seen Amanda. Scotty or me? Scott. Uh, I, I, seen Amanda. I, I seen Amanda in the chat there, and Paul likes to have bets where people end up revealing parts of their body. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? She, she's going to street naked across the pitch at Ibrox <laughs> if Dessa scores again. More than 10 again. Goals. If Dessa scores a goal, not even not even twenty. Goals, <laughs> <a goal. laughs> I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm going to win that one. Uh, no, 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 big odds on that. Big odds. Hearts on Sunday. What yeah. do we think? They're no great. They're not coming in great form. They get absolutely dismantled last weekend. Um, Stephen Naismith, I want to see his tears on the, <laughs> the touchline on Sunday. Um, not a fan. Not a fan at all. Um, but it's got to be another one where you look at it, you come and dominate the ball and you get confidence up into it. Make passes. Be confident in, in your play. Who knows? But, I mean, Danilo, for me, has done enough the night to start the game. Um, Sam Lammers, no. Fucking move my way. Get Cantwell in that position. Aye. You know, put Cantwell in there and let Cantwell link up with Danilo. And then you've got Raskin breaking from midfield as well. Seema, outstanding. Goat to play. You know, just the effort alone, he's got to play. Um... Any big surprises for Saturday, for Sunday, do you think? Anything that's going to... No. Changes no, back. I, 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 I think... I think and let, and let, you know, it's, it all depends who's available, but it's going to be pretty much the team that's there. If, if Bond is fit, he'll probably start. Um, I, I reckon, you say, there's a good chance Danilo will, will start. It depends on what Grimmott uh, thinks about his fitness with the mask on. Apart from that... I don't. I don't see too, too many changes. Do you know? What I mean, we don't. We don't I think have... you'll probably bring Jack in, Paul. What yeah. do you think? You think Ryan Jack will come back into the team? I think. I. I don't think he'll start. I think he'll be in the bench. No. I think Red Van will probably come in there. I don't think. I think Jack Ryan. Be... Jack Ryan might start. Yeah. I noticed that in his press conference. Jack Ryan's not fit to play ninety minutes. <laughs> oh, fuck Jack Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> he's been watching. He's been watching Amazon Prime or something, hasn't he? <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'd rather have John Krasinski up front than fucking Aye, Exactly. Um, do, what, what's happening with Tom Lawrence? Is he is he, is he a permanent crop now, is he? Or is it, are we going to get him back this season at all? Do we know? Don't know. And the same with Dowell. I don't know what's happening with him either. I'm, 
we must be the only club in the world that can spend millions on wages and every single one of them come broken. Nah, I mean, <laughs> unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> it's fucking so frustrating, man, honestly. Anyway, 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 anyway. Danilo Dunmore in 15 minutes and Lammers and Dessa's whole game, 100%. And I hope Danilo gets his shot because he was coming on to a game. He scores a great goal at County. Brave, oh. um, unfortunate to get the, the injury he receives. Comes back in. Ah, Ross County. Comes back in. Johnson was in there. Oh, so was it Johnson. Uh, Sorry, uh, Ross County. I'm talking shit. Um, and he, and he uh, you've put me off my train of fucking thought now. Danilo. Danilo, yeah. And he, he, again. He, he deserves his shot. He does. He deserves his shot. He deserves a wee run in the team. You know, he's had a run now. The other one. He's had a run. The lassies. Rhiannon's saying about the lassies. The lassies. The lassies. Comeback kings who turn queens. round and, or queens, yes, turn round <laughs> and make wee Fran cry. I love Brilliant. it. I love <laughs> yes, the Rangers back top of that league. Fantastic where they belong. Um, and I hope I hope that they can now kick on the way they've been doing. Joe Potter looks as though she's doing a tremendous job with yeah. that team. Kick on now and go and fucking get that league back um and, and win a win a cup or so as well, you know, because that's they're very capable of that, you know, very capable of that. We don't have European football, unfortunately. But that could also play to our advantage as well, you know, in terms of like the lassies have had a longer recovery time and start of the season and all that stuff. So there's other people have been involved in Europe. So that could play into our hands here. But well done to them. Congratulations to them. They made me smile at the on Sunday when we seen we Fran greeting to a fourth official. It's just instilled in them, isn't it? That you believe everything else, isn't it? Anyways, what's up, what's that phrase always cheated? Aye, just ne- never defeated. Uh, it's it's, it's the way he was standing there, jumping, jumping up and down, gesticulating. You know, just gently moved out the way. So, Joe just does our business. There you go, two one. Hold that wee man walks out. Love it. Well yeah. done. Fantastic. Um, today, obviously, two years ago today, we sadly lost. Um, in my opinion the greatest that ever held the position as manager of Rangers Football Club in Watersmith. Um, I've put on Twitter, I've, I've in the pod Twitter, I've put it on the pod Instagram and all that. There will never be another like that man watching the videos, watching everything. He just, he bleeds uh, Rangers Football Club and, you know, 20 major honours or whatever it was, incredible um, feat and he has sadly missed even to this day. Even just having known Walter was there at Ibrox watching the game, you're like, yes, fucking, there he is, the main man. Really, really fucking sadly missed. Um, and of course, with the, the, the sad news of the passing of the, the Tiny Gallagher, another club mm. club legend, you'd have to say, and another capacity behind the scenes, really popular with every single ex-player. Um, and of course, I think our, our granddaughter and our, our son are still employees and still work at Ibrook so it still continues tradition what is that 50 years or something like that they've been saying that that family's yeah. been associated with a club like that so our thoughts and prayers go to Tiny's family and friends because you can just see the amount of amount of people there that, that, have, that have paid tribute to her just how special uh, she was behind the scenes so thoughts to our friends and family favourite Walder next... moment just for I know we're shut, uh, shutting up soon but favourite Walder moment oh there's that many. I, I have a favourite quote, and it's the whole, you know, don't come in here unless you're willing to put yourself second. And th- on that occasion, second, is, that should be the only time second's acceptable. That, to mm. me, is just 
Wow, an, an incredible the chick, the chick Young interview, mate. I, I, I yeah, I could watch it a thousand. I could watch it a thousand times. Yeah, I could watch it this fucking And Archie walking up, Chick Young was asking about Basil Bowley and Loudrop, wasn't he? And he just like, oh, brilliant, mate. Just it's just it's just it's just the way he goes. If you think we had a howl on Wednesday night, you're having a fucking worse one now. Brilliant, mate. And that's it, isn't it, Paul? Isn't that yeah. the respect that he had? I mean, he, he, you know, yeah. he, he demanded respect. And I, I mean, you hear Kevin Thompson wax lyrical about him every time. And, you know, yeah. just just to, just to hear some of the stories, you know, and, and it's brilliant. Like, I heard Thompson saying all the boys used to get him stick because they called, you know, they thought Thompson was his <laughs> son and he called, Walter was his dad and all this year. But, yeah. you know, ah, mate, just brilliant. What, what a man. I, mean, I remember we actually done a pod that day, didn't we, With, you know, to, to talk about it. And it was just it was mm. so surreal. It was just really, really weird that, that we all talked about how much, although he was completely, you know, he, he, we didn't know him. You know, if, if any of us even got two words with him, it would have been enough. But the fact yeah. that we didn't know him, but we all felt like we knew him and it was, it, it, yeah. you know, it hit hard because at that stage, you know, we'd lost a proper, proper great of our generation. Someone we actually, you know, knew and grew up watching and, and winning countless, countless trophies. Yeah, and he is, yeah. listen, he's still the only person and that when he, you know, put him in as the Rangers manager and you know you're going to win stuff. You know, there's everybody else is a gamble. He was the surefire bet. And it's why David Murray turned to him in 2007 yeah. in an hour of need. And arguably that was more an impressive spell than the nine in a row spell because you had no money really. Yeah. <laughs> we were playing catch up to them and he just, he just took it on like he, like he always did um, and made Rangers the best team in the country again and, and won three league championships in a row when virtually none, every player in the squad was up for sale, remember? He said, yeah. the bank's yeah. running the club. I mean, just an incredible um, human being, an incredible Rangers manager. And the first one outside family that I properly felt and was like, oof, that's, that's I, I remember watching the, the Ali McCoyst interview done on Talk Sport that very day, mate. It was heartbreaking. Just, you could Tough. hear that, you could hear the emotion. He, he barely kept it together and, you know, obviously he meant, he meant that's the thing, mate. He meant so much to everybody because everyone, everyone thought he was almost like family, weren't they? Yeah. He was the uncle or the grander or the dad and the, you know, everybody didn't have, you know, and it, oh, it was just devastating but what a legacy what a legacy to leave behind and so well thought of and even today mate, two years later everyone's still got that's why i asked that question favorite walter moment because there's been loads in the comments so there about so many that the slapping the slapping Durante when he was on the side of the pitch and kicking him down the stairs and all that there the, the chick young interview you know the run on up and down the sideline all that sort of stuff mate was brilliant Brilliant. I think it was Kuzan's goal at Parkhead as well. Aye. And he jumps up mad and then realises where he is. Yeah. It's almost like, oh, fuck. <laughs> just loved the guy, man. Loved him. Um, and like I say, really, really sorely missed. Anything else we want to add? Just gonna say, I was just going to say, finally, because uh, it was mentioned, the reason flashed up is because uh, Mo mentioned it as well, that this morning it's pretty much confirmed that Sunis is coming back to the club in, a, yes. in, a, in some capacity. Don't know about you guys, but I, obviously, I, I remember as soon as he did very, very well. Um, and he revolutionised club. In fact, he revolutionised Scottish football. We've been crying out for somebody who has an in-depth knowledge of the club, what it means to the fans, uh, and who is prepared to sacrifice a little bit of himself for the betterment of the club. And he actually said this morning in Talksport that you know his, his, his ambition to get Scotland, the Rangers back to the top of Scottish football to do really well in Europe and start winning trophies again and be the dominant force. And that's what he intends to do. And that just, that, that just like, to me, I was just like, fucking bring it on. 
get 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 the yeah. magnificent bastard in the door in whatever capacity he wants to help us, and we'll fucking do it. Yep. They've been crying out for it, mate, haven't they? They've been crying out yep. for not even at that director of football, but somebody who who has that passion. And, and and to be fair to the board, mate, I think they got it wrong initially when he went to them and, and offered his services because I think he came back after it. And I think he might have even done a, a short interview with you and Cameron. And, you know, where, where you could hear, he, he basically said, no, I offered my services and they didn't think it was ready at the time. But for them to go back then and involve him in this interview process, um, you know, shows that they've obviously realised that they got it wrong and then to bring him back. I hope they don't just use it as a token thing, mate. I hope they do get him in no. there and, and utilise his, his experience and knowledge of the game because, again, you know, he was the man who had sort of brought Walter in initially, wasn't he, as, as a second in command and set him on the path and, and you know, you know, Graham Sooners for me, again, like you say, mate, revolutionised Scottish football, but again, it's that will to win, that determination, that, that yeah. respect that, and that aura that he demands. So, you know, hopefully in, in terms of, you know, bringing in that wee bit of football knowledge, mate, it can only do you anything, one thing but help. Definitely. It's, it's also the knowledge of the club, knowledge of the way things are up here. You know, like every Sooners interview when he left, you know, particularly the early ones, it was all about how, you know, they they've got it tough up there. Nobody nobody like I know the song says it, but nobody likes them. You know they that you know mm-hmm. they, they get they get hee haw. You know things like that. Everything that they, they soonest knows the, the the way the land lies up here. He knows what we're up against off the park, and he knows what we're up against on the park from a footballing right. point of view. He's been there. He's done it. He came in on a shit show, revolutionised the club, moved on, and look at the legacy that that. that you know, was born for that in terms of Walter's turn, uh, you know, return of trophies and and everything else that came after that. We need we need our identity back. We said we'd need identity on the park, we'd need identity after the park either. We don't have anybody there that we can that we can resonate with that you can turn around and go, they're there. They you know they know what it's all about. It's always these businessmen type. And as soon as was bang on in that interview with you and Cameron, you look through at the football. It's the way it's going. Yeah, look yeah. at Chelsea. The soul's been ripped out of it because they're spending, you know, three fucking hundred million in a, a transfer window and signing twenty-five players on seven-year contracts. But the soul's ripped out of it. There's nobody there that really knows that club. Do you know what I mean? No. And it's why they're languishing away doing the mid-table or just above mid-table, whatever it is. You need to have an identity, and at Rangers, that's so fucking true. We need to have we need to have people there that know our club and know the direction that it should be travelling. That doesn't mean to say that Rangers fans are the only people who can work for the club. No, get the best in business, aye. But right now, is there MD out there better than Graham Sooners to advise our yeah. board on how to, you know, take yeah. the club? Oh, I don't think so. And until there is, get the guy in and fucking let, let's let him work. I think it was a weakness in Michael Beale. I think it's probably me and Michael Beale that didn't want him about. Nah. Michael Beale had the keys to the kingdom and wanted to fucking run with it. You know, didn't he want somebody poking their nose into the football affairs? I'm not saying soonest would do that, but I think he would maybe advise the board. Is it really wise spending that? Is it that mm-hmm. we, need that. we need that throughout the club? Um, he done another one, Scotty, done a cracking interview with Talk Sport from, from Pitchset at Ibrox, I think a year or two ago. Yeah. Um, and they asked him, and again, I can't remember the food context of it, but they, they asked him, you know, you know, does he, did he, re- he basically came out and just said, I regretted leaving. I, I, I realized pretty soon that I regretted leaving Rangers and going to Liverpool. So he said it was his biggest mistake in football as well. So, look, I, like you guys, I think, Scott, I think you're right, mate. I think it might have been a wee bit of threat of a, of a, you know, a bit of a threat to Michael Beale and, and, and his position and power that he had. And would he want Graham Sooners coming and questioning him? Not questioning him, but, you know, even saying, like, is, are you sure that's the right sort of signing? I, I, I genuinely don't think, mate. 
that if Graham Souness had been there at the time and, and they had put those names in front of him of Desert and Lammers, I think he might have said there's better value to be had elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And look what it was like about Pogba. Can yeah. you imagine him talking about Dessers now? <laughs> right, <laughs> swiftly moving on. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much to everybody who's joined us this evening. I know it's a wee quick one. It's football. <laughs> Go and watch football if you want. Um, and, and we'll get off and do the same. Um, we can't have a worst back forever. And my first game was August 1975. Um, right, hold on just before we, there's a question. Scott, off the, for Curry Scott, off the football, do Rangers need to think of ways to have fans stay at the end of the game against Hibs was shocking over one third of the fans F off at 70 minutes and what was a bit still thingy whether you pay your money it's up to you what you do you know there's, there's, nobody can can tell you to say you know no you must stay for the 90 until and, until until the transport links as in roads trains underground are, are, are better and more frequent and everything moves freely yeah. people people will always try and beat the traffic are you saying Especially. the council they fuck all <laughs> Glasgow City Council. Are you saying that? Am I saying Glasgow City Council inept? I went to the Northern Ireland match last week when North when Northern Ireland played San Marino. And if you're not leaving there ten minutes before, you're sitting in traffic for about an hour and a half. So I can only imagine what it's like around Dibrox and stuff, mate. Honestly, mate, mate go go by your voice notes. That's you every morning, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I need you over here, mate, to give me a wee traffic update. That's what I need. Oh, we used to get the traffic updates for the fucking... For, for the, the Thursday studio, night studio, eh? I That's need right, yeah. traffic and weather updates. That's what I need. Paul, it's traffic and travel. <laughs> I could have done, done with a fucking helicopter, though. <laughs> no, but you're right, mate. Look, if they, if they sort out the infrastructure, which they're not going to do in a hurry, like, let's be totally honest... Um, like you were saying, mate, I think you pay your money, you can you can do what you want. But people want to go and, and spend 40, 50 quid on a ticket and, and, and leave after, you know, three quarters of the game. It's up to them. I wouldn't be doing it. No, I mean, can Rangers do something to encourage fans to stay raffle for free tickets? No, I would rather they just put something on the park that was worthwhile staying ah. for. <laughs> That's the best <laughs> way to, stay, to be quite honest with you. Um, do the raffle at the end of the game. Do that halftime raffle thing at the end of the game. Nothing to do with traffic. It's getting to the pub and beating the queue. Fantastic. Well done, Lenny. You're right. But stay to the end of the game. You've got the sports bar opening soon. You can get in there. Right? You can get a pint. Mm. Right. And Devon's house is still there and all, so it opens afterwards. Correct. Correct. By the way, as somebody who had been over in a wee while, Paul, whenever I was over for Scott's wedding, I thought the facilities in, in the new Edmondson house and, and particularly the museum and stuff was absolutely fantastic. Top class. It's mm-hmm. a tenner for a ticket or something into the museum. If you haven't done it, if anyone hasn't done it yet, get along and do it. Cracking, cracking thing. And obviously all the facilities. And hopefully when that new sports bar opens as well, it'll be even better. And there will be an excuse yeah. for people to, to watch the game and go and have a pint afterwards and enjoy the whole thing. So I think the club are, are, are going in the right direction with that sort of thing. But I think it's still going to take a little bit of time to regenerate that area around the pitch or around the ground. Yes, totally. Um Rhiannon says she should have mentioned Jody McLeary in the show. Is that he from? Gary, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not even putting that comment on. Right. <laughs> <What? No. laughs> Let's see. Even in our darkest days, I've never <laughs> left Ibrox early. Lammers isn't he worth 10 regal? <laughs> King says maybe, but not, not no. <laughs> right, we're going to go before we get fucking put half now, right? For slaughter people. Right, hold on, hold on. Before we go, this is correct. This is something that the board need to get yeah. fucking on me. 
Man, two years, there should be a fucking some sort of you know tribute, long lasting to that man. And the fact that it's been two years, it's what shite. Um, so get that done, fucking yeah. Bizgrove. Um, and this just sums up. We'll finish on this with Barney until the players make the crowd want to stay, sing and applaud. People will take getting home in decent time. Um, people will take getting home in decent time will take priority, hundred percent. Curry, I'm not putting that up either. Behave. <laughs> right. <laughs> My thanks to policy. <laughs> what are we to finish? Curry's uh, trying to get us kicked I, off. No, 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 no. no. That, that, that's, the pro- that's the problem. If you, if you go what Curry's saying, you won't finish. Yes, correct. <laughs> the statue's been done. Well, fucking hurry up. <laughs> yeah. I'm sick. Um... My thanks to policies. Thanks for joining us, mate. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. I'm, and yourself, and thanks for having us on again. And I'd like to thank everybody in the chat uh, and everybody who's watching who's not in the chat. If you're watching and not in the chat, then why are you not in the chat? Because being in the chat is a good thing to do because you get a chat with our chatties and it's really good to chat. Correct. <laughs> Gio, thanks very much, mate. Pleasure to see you as well. Thank you, big lad. Thank you. Um, good to be back, mate. Not the result that we all hoped for tonight, but a result that we probably needed. So... Um, sorry to anyone who thought we were being a wee bit negative tonight. We're just trying to be as realistic as possible, but just for straight. Yes. And here's a wee quick thing for you, mate. If you didn't know this, no, 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 no. This is a wee one quickly. If you have Amazon Prime, um, go on and it, it'll give you a fiver credit to go listen to a podcast. So you can go on to the, the, the Amazon Prime podcast thing, search for the Battle Fever, listen to one of our pods, and you get a fiver credit for doing it. Oh, I didn't even know that. There you go. So, there you go. Get on your phone, download the Amazon Prime music app, go search for the podcast, and get a free fiver. There you go. There you go. Saving your money, making your money, sorry, and and, and giving your ears an orgasmic orgasm through listening to us. An orgasm. An orgasm. <laughs> We're going to need to use that from now on. He <laughs> <laughs> can't trademark that one. I told him that earlier. <laughs> We're going to get fucking Thursday nights are orgasm nights. Finally, thank you to you in the chat for joining us. I don't know where it's went the last five, ten minutes. Look, it's, just it's all gone pizza on me, it hasn't. It's all gone pizza. It's like, what do you want to see like that? Running order. Fuck yeah. Right, there we go. Done. Hashtag. No, we're not finished yet. Right? We're not finished yet. All right, quick. Because. If you're watching this later on, on demand, no on demand, on YouTube, okay? <laughs> what I want to know is, has Serial Dessers moved yet? When I was a young boy, my father said to me, put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. Now I am much older There's a place I want to be It's red faucet is beautiful It's steeped in history And I know what I'll find When the place comes alive I got that battle fever Coming over me And I got 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.